Welcome to the GV Talks Book Show, where it's all about reading and literacy at Genesee Valley Central School. Join us as we talk about the ongoing book studies in our district, updates in our library, and hear about our amazing literacy celebrations throughout the year. Join me, your host, Lindsay Simpson, as we hear from our very own Genesee Valley literacy gurus as we celebrate literacy together. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to GV Talks Books. I am your host, Lindsay Simpson, and we are back discussing Little House in the Big Woods by Laura Ingalls Wilder. And I have guests from uh, Miss Schaefer and Miss Schmidt's third grade classes, and I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Um, Elena, can you tell us your first and your last name? I'm Elena Cleveland. Wonderful, thank you. And we have another guest. Can you introduce yourself, Braylon? Yeah, my name is Braylon Jordan. Wonderful, and Elena, whose class are you in? Miss Schmitz. Awesome, and Braylon, whose class are you in? Miss Schaefer's. Well, thank you girls so much for joining us today. And we have another special guest who I love having on this podcast with us because she's the queen of literacy. Can you introduce yourself? Ah, the queen. Yes. Uh, my name is Mrs. North Sethaporn, and I'm the librarian that gets to read this story with these lovely ladies. And it is a pleasure to be able to join you all today and talk about this book. So today we're going to be talking about chapter three of The Little House in the Big Woods. And this was kind of a neat chapter because it went through um, some important aspects of what Pa has to do. Um, some of the chores he had in our last episode, we talked about different chores. And... Um, it talks about some of his chores, and then it has a nice lesson in the end uh, with a story. And we're actually going to have the pleasure of listening to Mrs. Norseth Porn read a little passage from this chapter. So in the beginning of the chapter, we hear a lot about how Pa took great care in cleaning and loading his rifle uh, before he placed it on the hook above the door. So, Braylon, why do you think it was so important for Pa to spend so much time preparing his rifle each day? Um, it was, it is important to prepare because if an animal was out there and your gun wasn't out there and your gun wasn't really then you have no food yeah so he needed it to hunt right so he needed to have it ready because you don't know when the animal is going to jump out and cross your path so you have to be ready that is really good braylon um elena do you have any thoughts of why else what other reasons uh pa might wanted to have his rifle prepared and ready every day because um, sometimes um, the kids get scared because of the wolves. And um, Pa said, it's okay, I have the gun and you have the dog. 
Great. So not only were we using it for hunting, but we were also using it for protection. Yes. Thank you, ladies. Yeah, that, that is so perfect. So, and I love the idea that, I, you know, I can picture how they, you know, they describe in the book, they do such a great job with their describing words, because I can picture their cabin, and I can picture the hooks above the door where the rifle sits. Uh, so I it, can, too. I love it, Elena. Yes. So, it gives us such a clear picture in our heads of what that looks like. So, not only did they share with us where the gun lies above the door, but... This chapter also explains how Pa had Laura and Mary, who for our listeners, um, remember that there are three daughters and two of them are Laura and Mary. And Pa had them help him when he was cleaning the gun. And their job was to watch every step and tell Pa if he made any mistakes. So, Elena, why do you think Pa had the girls do that? Why did he have them watch him as he cleaned the gun? Because they have to learn how to load the gun and clean the gun. Right. Yeah. So when I read this, you know, Pa gave the illusion. He said, you know, I want you to tell me if I make any mistakes. Uh, so we kind of give this illusion like he needs their help. But Braylon, do you think he really needs help from them? No. No. He wants them to learn, Right. And uh, Mrs. Norseth Porn, can you share your thoughts about this? Because I think that you had really good insight about why Pa might have the girls watch him. Well, I think that um, I think that so far in our story, I'm that um, that Pa has spoken or tells a story or uh, an activity with the girls to teach them something, teach them a lesson. So, um, in this case, he's doing it to, uh, he, he says that he needs their help, and I just like the way Pa goes about teaching uh, He asks for their help, and then in the end, he's really trying to teach them how to do it. So, if they ever need to load the rifle, they can yeah, and I, you know, I love it when you explain that because it didn't um, hit me that that might be why he was doing it. But there's so many times, even in the just the first three chapters, where you hear about how Pa is um, showing them how to do things and having them watch. So I think that makes complete sense. Yeah. So um, one of the really great things in chapter three is that Pa tells the story to the girls, uh, Pa and the voice in the woods. And it's a story that Laura and Mary love to hear, and so we get to hear it, too. And so um, I'm actually going to ask that Mrs. Norseth Aporn uh, read that little passage to us uh, so that our listeners can hear it as well. So, Mrs. Norseth Aporn, whenever you're ready. Okay. So this is the story of Pa and the voice in the woods. When I was a little boy, not much bigger than Mary, I had to go every afternoon to find the cows in the woods and drive them home. My father told me never to play by the way, but to hurry and bring the cows home before dark because there were bears and wolves and panthers in the woods. One day, earlier than usual, so I thought I did not need to hurry. There were so many things to see in the woods that I forgot that dark 
there were red squirrels in the trees, chipmunks scurrying through the leaves, and little rabbits playing games together in the places. Little rabbits, you know, always have games together before they go. I began to play. I was a mighty hunter, stalking the wild animals and the Indians. I played. I was fighting the Indians until the woods seemed full of wild men. And then, all at once, I heard the birds twittering, good night. It was dusky in the path and dark woods. I knew that I must get the cows home quick, or it would be black night before they were safe in the barn. And I couldn't find the cows. I listened, but I could not hear their bells. I called, but the cows didn't come. I was afraid of the dark and the wild beasts, but I dared not go home to my father without the cows. So I ran through the woods, hunting and calling. All the time, the shadows were getting thicker and darker, and the woods seemed larger, and the trees and the bushes looked strange. I could not find the cows anywhere. I climbed up hills looking for them and calling, and I went down into dark ravines calling and looking. I stopped and listened for the cowbells, and there was not a sound but the rustling of the leaves. Then I heard a loud breathing, and I thought a panther was there in the dark behind me, but it was only my own breathing. My bare legs were scratched by the briars, and when I ran through the bushes, their branches struck me, but I kept on looking and calling, Suki! Suki, 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 I shouted with all my might, Suki. Right over my head, someone asked, Who? My hair stood straight on end. Who? Who? The voice again said, and then how did I run? I forgot all about the cows. All I wanted was to get out of the dark woods to get home. That thing in the dark came after me, and it called again, Who? Who? I ran with all my might. I ran till I couldn't breathe, and I still kept on running. Something grabbed my foot, and down I went. Up I jumped, and then I ran. Not even a wolf could have caught me. At last, I came out of the dark woods by the barn. And there stood all the cows, waiting to be let through the bars. I let them in, and then ran to the house. My father looked up and said, Young man, what makes you so late? Been playing by the way? I looked down at my feet, and then I saw that one big toenail had been torn clean off. I had been so scared I had not felt it hurt until that minute. Pa always stopped telling the story here and waited until Laura said, Go on, Pa. Please go on. Well, Pa said. Then your grandpa went out into the yard, and he cut a stout switch. And he came back into the house, and he gave me a good thrashing so that I would remember to mind him after that. A big boy nine years old is old enough to remember to mind, he said. There's a good reason for what I tell you to do, he said. And if you do as you're told, no harm will come to you. Yes, yes, Pa Laura would say, bouncing up and down on Pa's knees. And then what did he He said, if you'd obeyed me as you should, you wouldn't have been out in the big woods after dark, and you wouldn't have been scared by a screech owl. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that story and you tell it so wonderfully. Thank you so much, Mrs. Nurse Porn. So Pa tells that story to the girls. And Braylee, you can unmute your mic. And what I'd like is can you share what lesson Pa was teaching his girls through that story? 
Minding his dad, was he? He was told to go get the cows, and he decided to play instead. That's really good, Braylon. Yeah, you can't play if you're supposed to be doing something important. Um, Elena, you can unmute your mic. Do you have anything to add? Do you think there was anything else Paul was trying to teach? Paul was trying to teach. Um, mind your family. Because if you mind, you won't get scared or hurt. Or hurt. Yes. Really good point, Alina. Right? Because how did Pa get hurt? Pa got hurt because he was running through the forest. Yeah, and it was dark, so he couldn't see where he was going. And those silly cows, I always kind of laugh when I read this story because... Where were the cows? He ran all the way back home, and where were they? Ready to be let in. Yep, Ready to be let to be. in. <laughs> I think he, they knew he was late. They're like, well, fine. If he's not going to come get us, we'll just walk there ourselves. Yeah. Basically. And in the end of the story, um, his dad tells him that he wouldn't have been scared if he had been mindful and followed directions. What was that voice in the woods? Who, who? It was an owl. It was an owl. It was an yeah. owl. But you know what? I can kind of understand because, um, you know, we, I live around woods and I love being in the woods during the day. But at night, I do get a little scared because no, you get to see. I. Yeah, oh, I'm so glad I'm not alone, Elena. I, no. I think you're the not alone. Bigfoot are out there looking through my windows, so <laughs> I always like ask my family to come watch me, like brush my teeth because there's a window right behind me on a mirror. So I'm literally watching the window. I'm like. And I'm like, just brush faster, just brush faster and get out yeah. of here. And then I run, and then when I'm sleeping on the couch, there, my door has a window. Oh, I think there's just, like, a big foot looking at me everywhere that I look. So, Braylon, it's, what do you think? Would you be scared to go in the woods at night, or would you feel pretty comfortable? Yeah, because um, I have, like, a door, like... My back door has a window on it, and I feel like because we have a woods in our backyard, and I'm scared that like a um like someone can like just walk through it. And then yeah, because you can't see. And that window right there, so I'm scared like someone's gonna. And I'm scared that like. Someone's going to walk through my room and just, like, uh, grab me. And <laughs> well, we know that those things <laughs> won't happen, but, you know, it is a little worrisome yeah, because when it gets dark, you start seeing shadows in the woods, and you do start yeah. hearing sounds that yeah. during the day are pretty cool, but at night they get a little scary sounding because you can't mm -hmm. see. Mrs. And Nurse, it, the porn, how about you? Starts. Yeah, in the... In that story, it kind of reminds me when 
uh, when Grandpa or when Pa says that um, uh, look strange and everything looks different, like your eyes play tricks on you. You look at something and you know it's just a tree, but the longer you look at it, maybe it's not just a tree. Do I see something else there in the dark? It kind of plays tricks on you a little bit. So you scare yourself. Yeah, yes, yes, it's, it's like so scary though. Yeah. But, you know, it was such a perfect ending to the chapter because, uh, you know, you have this lesson from Pa that actually came from Pa's dad. And it kind of makes you think about how you yourself um, are in the woods. So I want to thank you all for joining me to chat about Chapter 3. I loved hearing what you had to say and what you thought about this chapter. So thank you, ladies, for taking time out of your morning to talk about the book. And Mrs. Nersethaporn, as always, I'm so happy that you're here with us um, so that we can hear you tell the story and get your insights as well. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for letting me. Thanks for letting me be here. Oh, sure. We're glad you're here. Yeah, thanks for letting me be here, too. Anytime, ladies. Would you come back and do this again with a different chapter? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, For everybody listening out there, um, again, we're reading The Little House in the Big Woods, and you can grab this book at any local library if you would like to read along with us as we talk about the book. Um, And we are on Twitter at Jen Valley News, so on the PJC on Facebook. So if you have some thoughts about Chapter 3 and you would like to share it with us, we would love to see your thoughts as well. So thank you all for listening, and we will be back next week with Chapter 4. And kids, make sure you're reading books. And don't let your eyes play tricks on you. Perfect ending. (laughs) From everyone here at Genesee Valley, we want to thank you for joining us in this episode of GV Talks Books. And to remind you that the journey of a lifetime starts with the turning of a page. Thank you.